Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following content is brought to you by Mr. Fister, Orange Thunder, Paul Bramblett, and Abigail 13. Let's get started with today's episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. There's some big news, and it's not necessarily Nintendo news, but it it, it affects the entire video game industry. So we're going to talk about Microsoft's big move that they had today. We're going to say goodbye to Gay Bowser. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, it's it, I'm going to try and find a clip that uh, so you can hear what it is that I'm talking about. Um, and I'm going to tell you how come... I am not a fan of CBS All Access. All right, so those stories may be the mailbag for Monday. We'll find out uh, on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, which is episode 584. Let's do the thing. It feels weird to start the show off with this huge non-Nintendo news, but it's a big enough shakeup in the industry that I think it's important to talk about. And I I definitely think that in the future, uh, I will say the distant future, it will 100% affect Nintendo. But I don't think it's a bad thing at all. So what is the big news? Well... Um, earlier today, Xbox tweeted out this tweet, that, and I was very confused when I saw it. I was super busy, so I didn't get ch- uh, time to really inspect until after my work day was over. But I saw the tweet, and I was scratching my head, and uh, people were sending me messages on Twitter, at RunJumpStomp. And uh, I was very confused, but the tweet reads, Today is a special day. We are thrilled to welcome the talented teams and beloved game franchises of Bethesda to Team Xbox. And I was like, well, I mean, we've already, you can already play these games on Xbox. What does that mean? And it means exactly what you think it means. It means that Xbox or Microsoft has decided to shell out 7.5... Is it 0.5? I think it's 0.5. Uh, 7.5... Yes, $7.5 billion to ZeniMax uh, Media, which is Bethesda's parent company. And so now, Microsoft, Microsoft owns ZeniMax. Microsoft owns Bethesda. Now, if you are unfamiliar with... Microsoft uh, with Microsoft. Of course, you're familiar with Microsoft, but maybe you're not familiar with Bethesda. Uh, they make games like uh, Dishonored and Wolfenstein. Um, a, a little game called Fallout. Uh, a game called Starfield: The Evil Within. Prey. A little first-person shooter called Doom, and um, probably, I mean, maybe you've heard of this one. The Elder Scrolls, 
so yeah um skyrim and uh elder scrolls 6 and that dumpster fire uh elder scrolls blades yeah xbox owns all of those uh series now all of them so immediately what people are thinking of course is well what about the future games from bethesda will those games come to my not xbox platform of choice whether it be a playstation or a nintendo or uh stadia or um you know steam instead of you know the microsoft whatever store i think that if if microsoft held certain games back from coming to other platforms it would create a lot of backlash especially if they did it right now like if suddenly they were like hey everybody the elder scrolls 6 is coming and it's an xbox exclusive i think that a lot of people would be really mad about that really mad and that would hurt xbox as a brand xbox as a brand has been doing their absolute best to make everybody believe and i don't think that they're uh you know they have uh, nefarious plans or anything but i think that they have been doing their absolute best to make people believe that they have the consumers in mind when it comes to the decisions that they are making now i have said this on the show a million times and I've, i've said it once i've said it a million times is a better way to say that if you do what is best for the consumer you will make more money than if you do shady practices that are anti-consumer and in the short term you'll make a little bit of extra scratch but at the in the long term it's going to hurt you in the long term and i said long term twice uh so i do think of all of the gaming companies I feel like Microsoft, and I've talked about this on the show before, they understand more than PlayStation does. They understand more than Nintendo does. They understand more than anybody does. That if they are publishing a game and you are giving them money for said game, then they are making money. And if you needed any um, any proof at all, I would say look at what happened when uh, Microsoft spent, I think it was $2 billion, and I'm doing that from memory, so maybe I'm wrong, but they spent like $2 billion to buy Mojang or Mojang. I don't know how you're supposed to say it. Uh, And if you don't know who they are, they made Minecraft. And then Minecraft continued to come out on other platforms. Why? Because Minecraft is huge. And when Minecraft sells a copy, Microsoft gets to take some of that money and put it in their pocket. And they understand that very, very well. So I think for the for the foreseeable future, I expect that Bethesda games, which I, I expect that those games will come to all platforms when it makes sense. Obviously, you're not going to be bringing Elder Scrolls 6 to the Nintendo Switch 
because the Nintendo Switch is underpowered and Elder Scrolls games are notorious for being very, very power-hungry games. And whenever you get a new one, uh, it usually pushes the limits of the the current next-gen hardware. If you're not watching, you couldn't see the quotes that I was just doing. Uh, but it, it pushes the limits of the next-gen hardware as hard as it can. Uh, they're usually poorly optimized, and uh, they don't run particularly well, but all of that falls away because they're so well to they're so fun to play. Um, so I anticipate when Elder Scrolls six comes out that it's going to be available on PlayStation. It's going to be available on probably Stadia and it's going to be available in the Steam store and not just on the Microsoft store. And that's because Microsoft, they want money. They want money and they understand that they can get money from doing it that way. So are we going to continue to see uh, these games coming to Nintendo Switch? I think the answer is probably yes. However, when we go forward another generation and Microsoft owns this company, I'm going to say in five years or something, maybe not even five years, maybe in three years, we stop seeing Bethesda games come to other platforms. But Microsoft doesn't seem to be about that right now. What are they about? They're about Game Pass. And Game Pass is... They, they, I, I buried the lead here. 15... I forgot the... What's the, the number? I'm scrolling up in uh, Twitch chat. And uh, 15 million. All right? With, with an M. But still, 15 million people subscribe to Game Pass. And that's really what Microsoft is trying to do here. Nintendo... They want to do their own thing. They make a weird console that's not as powerful as everything else, but it has the first-party Nintendo stuff on it, and that stuff cannot be played anywhere else, and it drives people to pick that machine up. Plus, it's portable. Okay, so they've got their way of doing it. PlayStation, their way of doing things is to uh, lock down exclusives as much as they can so that you have no choice uh, but to, I, I mean, third-party exclusives. They try and lock down third-party exclusives as much as they can, so you have no choice but to buy a PlayStation if you want to play these games. And then you look at Xbox, and the way that they're attacking uh, the gaming industry now is to buy as many talented uh, companies as they can and include all of their games as part of their 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 subscription through Game Pass. And that is going to drive people to buy an Xbox or play on the PC through Game Pass because it's a really, really good deal. I mean, if you had asked me yesterday, Bill, what is the best deal in gaming? I, you know what? Actually, let me rewind, all right? If you had asked me a month ago, what is the best deal in gaming? I would say Xbox Game Pass is the best deal in gaming right now. You get a bunch of games, and it's really not that expensive per month. It's fantastic. And then you fast forward to, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, and um, 
Xbox and EA announced that EA, whatever their, their thing is, I don't care about EA games all that much, so I don't know, but whatever their subscription thing is, is now included in, in uh, Xbox Game Pass. <clears throat> and I would have said, okay, well, obviously it just got better, so Xbox Game Pass is still the best deal in gaming. Fast forward to yesterday. If you had asked me, I still would have said it. And now it got even better. So, look, I think that it's going to be pretty self-evident that if you want to spend as little money as possible and enjoy as many games as you can, you know, bang for your buck, Xbox Game Pass is the way to go. You get uh, all of Xbox's first-party stuff, you get EA, whatever it's called, plus, I think. I don't know. Uh, and then you also get all of the Bethesda games. That's the play that Microsoft is going with here. I don't think that they are going to take all of these games and make them exclusive to Microsoft. That's what Sony would do, I think. What Microsoft is going to do is they're going to say, you don't have Xbox Game Pass? That's fine. Don't worry about it. Just pay pay us for the game, and you can play it. But if you do subscribe to Game Pass, you get that game for free. And so the big question is, how will this affect Nintendo? In the long run, I don't think it's going to affect Nintendo that much because a lot of these games are unlikely to come to a Nintendo system anyway, unless, of course, all of the rumors about the Nintendo Switch Pro turn out to be true just because it's a kind of underpowered system. That being said, we have Doom Eternal. Is it out or is it on its way to the Nintendo Switch? I don't know. I think it's still on its way. Like, it hasn't quite launched yet. Um, So I think that that's still coming to the Nintendo Switch. There's no way Microsoft is going to uh, go to Bethesda and say, hey, you know all that money that you spent? Um, Let's throw all that money away just so that we don't we can stick it to nintendo in fact uh doug bowser who is the uh current president of nintendo america he tweeted out later on because i've got his tweets on um alert in case he tweets something really important uh it just goes right to my watch um you know he tweeted something out earlier he said congratulations and he was talking to them so i think that it's all it's going to be okay the sky is not falling uh ladies and gentlemen i don't think that it is now i tweeted out earlier and uh i tweeted out earlier what are your thoughts on xbox buying bethesda uh good bad or indifferent i'm going to take a quick break and when we come back i'm going to tell you what people said uh, about uh that question all right so stick around everybody If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. 
This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Before I get to the uh, the tweet that I sent out and the responses that people said, uh, our live chat, which if you didn't know, I record the show live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Um, our Twitch uh, stream said, you know what? Don't forget, Bill, that uh, the newest Ori and the Will of the Wisps, the newest game in the Ori series, uh, was just brought to Nintendo Switch as well. Like, it was it was like days ago we had that uh, Nintendo Direct, and that was the uh, one more thing. Uh, so that's something else to keep in mind. All right, let's let's talk about what people thought. So first off, I sent out the question, and if you're here for the live show, I'm going to uh, copy and paste this into chat so that people can uh, reply to the tweet, and I'll refresh it in just a second. But right now, uh, after uh, it wasn't even 20 minutes ago that I tweeted this, uh, 50% of people have said that uh, this is a good thing. Uh, 19% of people, I'm sorry, not 50%, 49% said it's good, uh, 19% said it's bad, and 32% said that it was indifferent. It didn't really matter. Uh, let's see what people's replies actually were. Uh, we're going to start with Stephen. Uh, Stephen from uh, Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, a hilarious, uh, goofy news podcast you need to check out. Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, uh, make sure that you listen. Steven says, Microsoft isn't the same company it was during the Gates and Balmer era. I'm less nervous about this kind of thing than I used to be. I think they'll be all right. Probably stronger in the long run. I am a PC gamer, though, so this doesn't hurt me much. That's a very good point. Uh, Audie Norman says, I'm way biased because I've been solidly Team Xbox since the 360. Playstations and Nintendos here and there but main machine and Xbox, so I think it's good. The game catalog coming to Game Pass will be another incredible incentive for that service. And by the way, I should probably bring this up. If you didn't know, Xboxes go on pre-sale tomorrow. This is the perfect way to time your uh, your information release. Very well done uh, by Microsoft as far as building hype for your pre-orders. Uh, Savage says, this is bad. Not for Stadia as competition will force the platform to evolve, but bad for the gaming community in general. Creating more potential platform-exclusive games will continue to split the community as a whole. And I do agree with that, that having more platform exclusives is a bad thing. As I said in the past 15 minutes, I don't think that that's Microsoft's plan. I could be wrong, though. Uh, Joe uh, Wiederman says... Uh, Game Pass is even more so the best deal in gaming. Mark Miller says, you know, this is probably the developer in me coming out to comment, but everything Microsoft has bought, Minecraft, GitHub, were initially scary, but they ultimately did right by the consumer. The purchase is jarring, but I'm confident it will make Bethesda a better company. That's a really good point. I forgot about the GitHub thing. A lot of times people have been really nervous about Microsoft buying things 
Uh, but it seems like that they they have been recently doing things right by the consumer, and I think that's a good thing. Uh, Neil says, too much segregation coming, coming, which is weird from Microsoft, as Phil has been banging on about making things easier for people to uh, play their favorite games. Eventually, we will have have to have three or four streaming subs. Nightstar76 says, it just opens them up for more exclusive titles and content restricted to a single platform. Bad for everyone but them. Uh, Wilfred says, I was hoping to check out Starfield on PS5. I guess that's not happening anymore. Wilfred, don't just assume. Wait until we actually find something out. Hellmonkey88, that's a funny name. He said, a big move from Microsoft. They will have exclusive picks of a lot of really good games. And then Darren says, I mean, it depends on what perspective. It's great for Microsoft, bad for everyone else, real bad for Stadia. Uh, and if you're curious, why is everybody talking about Stadia in your feed? It's because I also have a podcast called Stadia Cast. Uh, so make sure that you check that show out as well. You can listen to it wherever podcasts are downloaded. All right. So we've talked about this Microsoft news for long enough. Let's move on to some more Nintendo news. And we're going to find out why at the very beginning of the show, I said so long, Gay Bowser. So long, Gay Bowser. So if you just heard that, then obviously you you were like, all right, that definitely sounds like Mario is saying so long, gay Bowser. What is that from? It is from Mario 64 uh, in the original release of Mario 64. uh, Whenever you had to fight Bowser, Mario would grab him by the tail and fling him around uh, a bunch of times. And then he would let go of him. And when he let go, he would say, so long, King Bowser. But it doesn't quite sound like he's saying, so long, King Bowser. And I think that has a lot to do with compression, uh, trying to make these file sizes for these uh, cartridges as small as possible. Because Nintendo, you know, they, they, they forced themselves into this issue where games just couldn't take up very much space because they used cartridges instead of CDs, and that's why they lost games like Final Fantasy VII. It was, in my opinion, the biggest mistake that Nintendo had ever made uh, was by going with cartridges instead of CDs. Their reason was, and this is ridiculous, because, uh, because they didn't want load times. And yes... Having the cartridges gave them less load times, but uh, it also opened them up to privacy by not having, or, or not not privacy, but piracy by having CDs. So Nintendo was really trying to avoid people stealing their stuff. Anyway, um, that's beside the point. Nintendo and you know trying to compress files, and they ended up with so long gay Bowser instead of so long King Bowser, and it's just a funny meme that's been around for a long time. Uh, but when the new version of the game came out, which just, which by the way, anger, angry rant incoming, I'm still waiting for my copy, Amazon. I I pre-ordered this game and it's not here at my house yet. Anyway, that's not really much of a rant, is it? Uh, but in the new version of the game, um, he doesn't say that he says, bye-bye instead so mario flings bowser around lets him go flying and he says bye bye instead i'll insert that right now 
Bye-bye. And um, then after he says bye-bye, people are like, well, hold on. Was he actually saying so long, gay Bowser, and that's why they changed it? It's actually a different reason why it's been changed. This is the emulated version of Super Mario 64. Uh, is based on uh, Super Mario 64 Shindo Pak uh, Tayo version. I don't know what that means, but it was an updated version that came out in 1997. And it came out in Japan. And in Japan, Bowser isn't known, or he, he isn't known as King Koopa. He's just known as, as Koopa. So it doesn't make sense for Mario to say so long King Bowser when they don't call him that. So they switched it to bye-bye. And then rather than having different versions in different places, they said, well, we'll just we'll just make it bye-bye. So no, they were never saying so long gay Bowser, even though that's absolutely what it sounded like. Um, but now it doesn't sound like that anymore. The last thing that I want to talk about today is about TV shows. I know this is a Nintendo podcast, Bill. Why are you talking about TV shows? Well, I'm talking about TV shows because there's a TV show that I would like to watch and I can't watch it because I don't subscribe to CBS All Access. Again, Bill, TV shows. Why are you talking about it on here? Well, for those of you that don't know, I love to learn about the history of the video game industry. I find it incredibly interesting, and I've read numerous books about what has happened to bring us to where we are today in the video game industry. And one of those books that I really, really enjoyed is called Console Wars by Blake J. Harris. Uh, this this is an older book. It's been around for a while, and it is basically the history of the war between Sega and Nintendo uh, here in the States. And it's an incredibly uh, interesting book. I've heard some people complain about there's some inaccuracies in it. Whatever. I don't know. It's a good book and it's fun to read. So I really enjoyed it. Well, it got picked up to be a documentary um, made by CBS, which is really cool. And I was very excited about that. Right up until I found out that it is exclusive to CBS All Access. Now I don't care if it's available for CBS All Access. I don't. I don't care if people who subscribe to that get to watch it for free. But that means I can't watch it because I'm not going to subscribe. I mean, look, I'm I'm kind of a, a a Trek guy. I like Star Trek. I'm not going to. I haven't signed up for CBS All Access for Star Trek. And I'm certainly not going to sign up for CBS All Access for Console Wars because most of the stuff that CBS makes, I just don't care about. But you can't buy uh, the, the new Star Trek stuff. And you can't, I'm sure you won't be able to buy Console Wars either. And so that means I don't get to watch this. And that makes me really, really sad. Uh, so I just wanted to complain about that a little bit. And hopefully... Hopefully, you guys can tell me how awesome that this show is. So if you're going to watch the show and you really love it, 
Uh, don't worry about spoilers or anything because guess what? I already know the ending. I lived through it and I read about it in the book. So I already know what's going on and that I just still wanted to watch the interviews and stuff. So anyway, if you end up watching Console Wars and it's really, really awesome, I want you to tell me all about it. I want you to tell me if it's good or not. So tweet at me at run, jump, stomp. And with that, it is time for me to wrap up the show. I want to say thank you to to all of you for listening. You guys are really, really awesome, and I do appreciate it. And I'm vamping right now while I am opening up my list of patrons because at the end of every single episode, I go to patreon.com slash runjumpstomp, and I look at the producers. These are the people who have joined at the producer level, people like Eric Smith, Matt Hadfield, Bowser, Travis McGuire, Trucker Paul, Joycephine, and Bowser did nothing wrong. Uh, if if you wanna if you wanna support the show uh, like those people are doing, do me a favor. Head on over to Patreon.com/slash RunJumpStomp. Join at whatever level you want, and sometimes some like everybody gets the show ad free. Uh, the uh, early access club gets the show a day early and they get all of my other shows early as well. And I shout out the producers and executive producers on the show itself. So thank you to them. And thank you to you just for listening. You guys are fantastic. I really do appreciate it. If you didn't know, you can go to runjumpstomp.com and you could find links to, uh, our community discord with 1500 other people, our Twitter or my Twitter account, my Twitch account, my YouTube account, uh, and our Patreon. You can find links to all of that stuff by going to runjumpstomp.com. I'm out of here, and I will see you guys next time. Stay awesome, everybody. Everybody.